0: Jack Reacher stayed alive because he got cautious. He got cautious because he heard an echo from his past. He had a lot of past, and the echo was from the worst part of it. He had served 13 years in the Army, and the only time he was wounded, it wasn't with a bullet. It was with a fragment of a Marine sergeant's jawbone, Reacher had been stationed in Beirut, in the U.S. compound out by the airport. The compound was truck-bombed. Reacher was standing at the gate. The Marine sergeant was standing a hundred yards nearer the explosion. The jawbone fragment was the only piece left of the guy. It hit Reacher a hundred yards away and went tumbling through his gut like a bullet. The Army surgeon who patched Reacher up told him afterward he was lucky he told him a real bullet in the gut would have felt much worse. That was the echo Reacher was hearing. And he was paying a whole lot of attention to it, because 13 years later he was standing there with a handgun pointing straight at his stomach from a range of about an inch and a half. The handgun was a 9 millimeter automatic. It was brand new. It was oiled. It was held low, lined up right on his old scar, The guy holding it looked more or less like he knew what he was doing. The safety mechanism was released. There was no visible tremor in the muzzle, no tension. The trigger finger was ready to go to work. Reacher could see that. He was concentrating hard on that trigger finger. He was standing next to a woman. He was holding her arm. He had never seen her before. She was staring at an identical nine-millimeter pointed at her own gut. Her guy was more tensed up than his. Her guy looked uneasy. He looked worried. His gun was trembling with tension. His fingernails were chewed. A nervous, jumpy guy. The four of them were standing there on the street, three of them still like statues, and the fourth hopping slightly from foot to foot. They were in Chicago, center of the city, a busy sidewalk, a Monday, last day of June, broad daylight, bright summer sunshine. The whole situation had materialized in a split second. It had happened in a way which couldn't have been choreographed in a million years. Reacher had been walking down the street, going nowhere, not fast, not slow. He had been about to pass the exit door of a storefront dry cleaner's, The door had opened up in his face, and an old metal walking cane had clattered out on the sidewalk right in front of him. He'd glanced up to see a woman in the doorway. She was about to drop an armful of nine dry-cleaning bags. She was some way short of thirty, expensively dressed, dark, attractive, self-assured. She had some kind of a bad leg, some kind of an injury, Reacher could see from her awkward posture it was causing her pain. She'd thrown him a would-you-mind look, and he'd thrown her a no-problem look and scooped up the metal cane. He'd taken the nine bags from her with one hand and given her the cane with the other. He'd flicked the bags up over his shoulder and felt the nine wire hangers bite into his finger. She had planted the cane on the sidewalk and eased her forearm into the curved metal clip. He had offered his hand. She had paused. Then she had nodded in an embarrassed fashion, and he had taken her arm and waited a beat, feeling helpful but awkward. Then they had turned together to move away. Reacher had figured he would maybe stroll a few steps with her until she was steady on her feet. Then he would let her arm go and hand back her garments but he'd turned straight into the two guys with the 9mm automatics. The four of them stood there, face to face in pairs, like four people eating together in a tight booth in a diner. The two guys with the guns were white, well-fed, vaguely military, vaguely alike, medium height, short brown hair, big hands, muscular, big obvious faces, bland pink features, Tense expressions, hard eyes. The nervous guy was smaller, like he burned up his energy worrying. They both wore checked shirts and poplin windbreakers. They stood there, pressed together. Reacher was a lot taller.